the Life of Big Dog podcast. Recently voted best podcast in the universe by the International House of Podcasts. The International House of Podcasts is not a real thing. If it were, we'd probably only come in like fourth. And now your host, the Big Dog. Welcome to another episode of the Life of Big Dog podcast. I am your host, the Big Dog. Hopefully this episode finds you all safe and healthy and hunkered down in your bomb shelter under your home where you have a year's supply of canned goods and diapers if necessary because, oh my God, the world is crazy. In all seriousness, I really do hope you are are all safe and healthy and taking care of yourself and each other. It is a messed up situation, unprecedented situation, and we're all just trying to figure it out as we go. Uh, It's a little scary out there at times, maybe overwhelming, so take 20 minutes today and put your feet up and relax and listen to this smooth tone. Tone? Smooth tone. I've really jacked that up. Please find me on Twitter. My handle there is BigDog underscore KA. I would love to chat with you about anything and everything. Get some conversations going. Join me, won't you? We're going to do things a little bit different today. There were some very specific thoughts I had about fear. Fear in my own life and how that translates to my journey, the things I'm going through, Um, let me say this, let me backtrack a little bit. I have broken off the fitness talk over to a separate podcast. That podcast name, if you're interested in the fitness journey and transformations and workouts, is called Bands Only. Find me there, subscribe and follow. I will talk much less about that here now. Although, as I say that, I realize today is pretty much going to just be about working out and fitness. Sort of. Not really. Stay with me. I'll explain everything. Fear has been a strong, powerful motivator and also detractor in my life for as long as I can remember. Uh, The unknown sometimes petrifies me. Uh, Situations where the odds are stacked against me often petrify me. Taking on more than I think I can handle, petrifies me. But I was flipping through YouTube, and I'd seen this video before, uh, but I was looking for, I guess, kind of coping mechanisms to deal with fear, and came across Will Smith talking about his first skydiving experience. And even though I'd heard it before, I spent a few minutes to listen to it again, and it hit me. Like, it just hit me hard in my soul. So I wanted to, while it was fresh in my mind, speak on that for a few minutes. So we're not going to talk about the one important thing that happens this week. Uh, We're just going to go straight to the doghouse. And in the doghouse today, we're going to talk about fear. Now, all credit to Will Smith. I have taken some sound bites from that speech that I'll play for you here in case you've never heard it. And then I'll uh, take just a second to comment on each one on how it relates to me and my situation. My situation now, if, if you haven't heard the show before, 
I am 48 days, 48 days, I think, into a 120-day body recomposition challenge. I, I've spoken at length about body dysmorphia and the effect it has on me. Um, I am trying to get to the point where on June 17th, I can take a picture of myself without a shirt on and post it to thousands of people and not be ashamed or embarrassed. Uh, for me, that's, that's a huge thing. It might not seem like such a thing to some of you, but to me, it's, it's, I mean, it's frightening. Especially as I look at the calendar and I see 71 days left. And I look in the mirror this morning getting out of the shower after a good workout last night and a steady number on the scale, and I, I felt sick about what was going to happen in 71 days. 71 days is still a long way away. A lot can change in 71 days if I stick to this program and work my ass off. But my brain, even though it knows that, doesn't comprehend that. My brain is telling me, sure, you've got 71 days, but that's not enough. 71 days is a good start, but you're not going to be ready. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be mortified. And it makes me afraid. So that's my situation. This speech from Will Smith that I'm going to play for you now in, in two or three different segments, I, I really identified with the message. So let's play a couple clips. I will throw my two cents in after each one. And that'll wrap it up at the end. So here you go. Here's clip number one. So what happens is you go out the night before and you, you know, you take a drink with your friends and somebody says, yeah, we should go skydiving tomorrow. <laughs> and you go, yeah, we'll go skydiving tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah. And everybody goes, yeah. Right. And you go home by, and you by yourself. You're like, hmm. <laughs> right. You're like, well, I mean, they, they was drunk, too. <laughs> right, so so maybe maybe they not maybe maybe I mean we don't have to go we don't have to do it. <laughs> so then that night you're laying in your bed and you just keep <clears throat> and you're terrified. You keep imagining over and over again jumping out of an airplane and you can't figure out why you would do that, right? And you're laying there and you have the worst night's sleep of your life, but you still have the hope that your friends were drunk, right? <laughs> So you wake up the next day and you go, you know, down and you say where you were going to meet and everybody's there. You're like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Right. So you get in the van and you don't know that your friends had the same night that you had because they're pretending like they didn't. They're like, yeah, man, my uncle's a Navy SEAL. And, you know, this is going to be great. I've been looking forward to this. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And your stomach is terrible. You can't eat and everything, but you don't want to be the only punk who doesn't jump out of this airplane. You don't want to be the only punk that doesn't jump out of this airplane. You know how many people have gone through a fitness journey and put themselves out there and shown their loose skin and their fat rolls and their before and after pictures and haven't even thought twice about it? Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Just Google search it. Google weight loss before and after. You will find no limit to the number of people who've done what I'm doing now and done it with much more bravery and heart than I'm showing today, right now. Dedicating 
20-30 minutes of my life to talk about fear. But he's right. All these other people who've done it. And I have the ability. I have the need. I, I no longer wanted to be the only person who wasn't going through with this. I have struggled with weight for as long as I can remember. I have tried and failed at the weight loss thing for over a decade. Um, I, I just didn't want to be the only person to not finish, to not put yourself out there, to not jump. Let's see what else he has to say. Everything's normal. So you fly and you go up, you go up, you go up, you go up to 14,000 feet and you notice there's a, a, a light. It's red and it's yellow and green, right? So right now the light's red. So then you start thinking at some point the light's going to go green but you don't know what's going to happen, right? And you wait and it goes yellow and the light goes green and somebody opens the door and in that moment you realize you've never been in a freaking airplane with the door open. <laughs> right? Terror. Oh, sorry, I'm spitting. I'm spitting. Oh, sorry. No, terror, 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 terror. Right? So you go and then... You know, if, you're, if you were smart, you sat in the back so you don't go first, right? And then people start going out of the airplane. And you go, and the guy walks you up to the end of the thing, and you're standing, and your toes are on the edge, and you're looking out down to death. <laughs> and they say, on three. And they say, one, two. And he pushes you on two because people grab on three. I have been counting myself down from three for 15 years. And I wish I had someone who would have pushed me at two. Because every time I get close to finishing this, I grab onto the sides and refuse to go further. And next thing you know, I'm back in the proverbial back of the plane, eating Little Debbie snack cakes and binging Netflix for days at a time. I'm, I'm better than that guy. I've always known I was better than that guy, but I've never believed it enough to push myself to finish this thing. I'm, I'm sitting here right down, I just look down, I'm sitting here right now and just look down at my shirt hugging my stomach. And for a millisecond, the thought entered my mind, dude, shut up, shut up. You don't, you don't even belong here. You're nowhere close enough to say that you're counting down from three. You're counting down from ten and you're on nine. I wish I had someone to shove me out of the plane because I would have jumped years ago. And as scary as it is, I know I've finally got to jump because I need to accept myself. I need to feel that I'm worthy. I need to feel that I'm not some fat-ass failure who gives up every time it gets a little scary. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And you go, <laughs> and you fall out of the airplane, and in one second, you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. Right? The most blissful experience of your life. I'm not jumping out of a plane. I've had some amazing experiences in my life, but I've never felt admiration for 
who and what I am physically. I'm a big dude. I'm six foot eight, even in okay shape. I'm a large, intimidating dude. But I've never been, I guess, this sexy, desired after strong looking man. I've been a big man. I've maybe looked strong because of my size, just in general, but I've never been take your shirt off at the beach and the lady over at the picnic table lets out a gasp. I've never been that dude. And it's not that I need that to feel that I'm a good person or I'm deserving of love or affection. It's nothing like that. It's strictly I hate how I look and that creeps into other areas of my life. And I've got to imagine that if I hit this goal and I see this through, even if I don't look like The Rock, which I know I'm not going to do, but even if I just look like a better version of me and a not embarrassing version of me, that maybe for the first time I'll feel that... I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not desire. I don't need to be desired. That's not it at all. But I want people to be impressed with me beyond being a good person or a good dad or a good spouse or a good employee maybe it's just an ego thing but I know I want it I know I want that feeling the most blissful experience of your life and someone's got to push you out the door to get there that's what I'm struggling with. Why does someone need to push me out the door? Why can't I just see this and want it and attack it? Right? It doesn't feel like falling, right? It's like the, you actually are kind of held a little bit by the wind. And then you start and you, you start falling, you fall and you, there's zero fear. You realize that the point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. It's bliss. It's bliss, and you're flying, <laughs> right? And you're doing it, and then 20 seconds, 25 seconds, 40 seconds, and you have enough time to just kind of be like, oh, shit, that's that building. I saw like that one. <laughs> oh, you can see the ocean. <laughs> right? You start doing all of that, and the, the lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? Why did you, what do you need that fear for? Just don't go. Why are you scared in your bed 16 hours before you jump? Why are you scared in the car? Why could you not enjoy breakfast? What, 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 what did you need? That, the fear is fear of what? You're nowhere even near the airplane. Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You're, you don't have to jump. And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. Why am I scared? Why am I letting it impact my day, my routine, my relationships, my eating? Fear is controlling. And you heard him say it. Every moment up until the moment you step off, there's no need to fear, it just ruins your day. I don't think that means ignore the fear. I don't think that means there is no fear. Maybe what that means is control your fear. Use your fear. 
I don't need to be afraid of what happens on June 17th when I take my shirt off and someone takes a picture of me. I can be nervous about it that day, but going up to that point, I need to focus on what I need to do to get there. He could have had a good night's sleep. He could have had a great breakfast. He could have had fun time with his friends before he got on the plane. But he let fear change his behaviors. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. I want to work hard. I want to set goals. I want to achieve those goals each day. And when it gets to the point where someone pulls their camera out and says, take that shirt off, then I want to step past the fear. In the scariest moment that I could possibly imagine outside of something happen, happening to my kids or someone I care about, that's, that's where I want to find that fear is limiting me from experiencing joy and bliss no matter what I look like that day it's going to be better than I looked 40 some days ago when I started and it's definitely going to be better than 12 years ago when I weighed almost 380 that's the focus that's what I need to set my sights on not let fear drive each day and God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror on the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life I am not going to sit here and say that I think the best thing in my life is going to be taking my shirt off and posting a picture on the internet. I'm not placing that much value in this moment and in this adventure and in this journey to think that that day is going to be the maximum joy I could feel. But in relation to my self-image, my self-esteem, my my picture of myself in my brain, what I see in the mirror, how I think people interpret what they see when they look at me and the opinions they form of me. And when my fiance says I'm sexy and I think she must need to get her eyes checked or she's got her contacts in her wrong eyes, from those points of view, it is possible that the day I post those pictures and people like it, or comment, or share, or use words like inspirational or motivational, that it could be the best I've ever felt about myself. And it, it clicks in my head right now as I'm talking into this microphone. I want to inspire and motivate. I've always been a coach. At work, I coach people up. When I actually was a coach, I got the best out of my players. With my kids, it's less about discipline and more about teaching and coaching and helping them learn. And I feel like in, in this sense, it's something I've wanted to do. It's somebody I've wanted to be for so long that maybe this is where I finally cross that bridge. And I go from just some other guy trying to lose weight to someone who inspires someone else to do it someone who is motivated by my results and my actions and my overcoming this personal fear that it pushes them to do the same thing. I guess we'll find out. we got about 71 days left. Again, just for clarification, all thanks to Will Smith's channel for posting that video. Uh, I intend no copyright issues here. I just I wanted as many people as possible to hear that thing. 
and it played in very well with where I am kind of emotionally and physically right now, so I wanted to share it with you today. Um, yeah, I kind of I kind of had a, a, an epiphany or two here, thinking through this and talking through it. So thank you very much, Will Smith, for posting that, and thank you for listening. Again, please find me on Twitter, BigDog underscore KA. I would love to have you find me out there, add me, and say hi. Uh, in the coming weeks, I'm still working with uh, another blog, another blog, another podcast to get some weight loss, health and fitness content brewing. Um, less about the workouts and the motivation and more about lessons learned and overcoming obstacles. We'll talk more about that. Again, please stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, don't touch your eyes. You know the routine by now. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.